Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Next up on Racing Nation, it's time for our Dynamic Form Ratings Preview and Review presented to you by Dynamic Form, serious punting, serious form, dynamicform.com.au. Jump on to the website and learn all about it. And each week, joining us on the show to review and preview racing from Dynamic Form, Jack Smallhorn. How are you? Hey, James. Very well, thank you. How are you? Yes, very, very well. Big weekend this weekend. It's NRL Grand Final. That means, of course, the long weekend for most states in Australia. The the Epsom Metrop meeting in Sydney. Turnbull Day at Flemington. What do they term this day? Moving Day. This is the day they say you want to be... Well, going in the right direction if you're going to challenge for the uh, the big ones that that whichever whichever ones they may be that the horses are being aimed at. Yeah, there's plenty to aim at now, isn't there? It's funny because this used to be the end of the sort of Sydney Spring Carnival five or mm. six years ago when <laughs> before they had the the Everest and the Golden Eagle and the Five Diamonds and and all the other stuff that they've come up with now. So um, yeah, it used to be all eyes on Melbourne after this, but now Sydney um, holds its own during the spring, which is which is good being being from Sydney. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, looking forward to a huge weekend, obviously, with um with all the racing and the NRL and then um daylight saving on um kicks in on, on Sunday. So we'll get an extra hour of light. Yeah. Um, we don't need we don't need that in Queensland. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We don't need daylight saving, so No yeah, just to confuse people more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, it's all happening. That's right. It's all the, the clocks change this weekend. Everything you name it, it's all it's all happening. We all the footy codes finished too. We've got to try and work out what we're going to watch from that moving on. But uh, but anyway, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll worry yeah. about that after this weekend. Let's let's see if we can help the punters find a few winners uh, through dynamic form. But before we do that, as always, our segment we uh, review and preview. So let's review. What did we take out of racing last weekend? Yeah, we had a look at the uh, the big Toowoomba Cup meeting um, up there last weekend. Um, Cedar Power, too good in the Cup. He ran a 56, which is pretty much standard there for Toowoomba Cup winners, that mm-hmm. sort of their benchmark rating they get. Um, he had that Toowoomba Cup, well, Toowoomba track profile that we spoke about a little bit last week. He's a proper Toowoomba Cup horse. I think he, uh, Toowoomba horse, he's now run three races there for two wins in a second, so... He had that uh, nice profile. I don't know what happened to Honourable Spirit. He ran an absolute shocker. I checked the stewards' report and couldn't find anything um, to come out of that. So I'm not sure if you heard anything or <laughs> you might have no, been no. on track there with an ear to the ground. No. But no, he, yeah. um, he went terribly. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, the Wheatwood, Axe Too Good, held off the Golan Runners. Now, <laughs> poor old Tony still hasn't won the race. He tried hard this year. Yeah. Axe ran a 54 and a half, um, a little bit lower than than what winners of this race have run um, in previous years. And there was just three lengths over first to ninth. So Axe looks a sort of progressive kind of horse that can keep going. Um, yeah, the other's not so sure. Flying Crazy just got in a bit of an awful spot. It stepped away um, slowly and then found itself midfield on the fence and was always racing tight and the last 150 it um, never really got tested so I'd forgive it, a little disappointing but I'd, I'd probably be inclined to forgive um, Flying Crazy knowing what it's done in the past, um, it's better than that for sure. 
And away from Toowoomba, which was um, maybe the highlight of the weekend, um, Jackano coming from last to win the, the Golden Rose was enormous. Interestingly, it ran a rating of 66.5, and he goes to the Everest now. He secured the Cornwall slot, I believe, for the Everest. Yeah. Um, that was some win. Yeah, it was enormous. Just, oh yeah, I gave it very little hope from about the 400, but it, um, it, it motored home. Um, when, uh, yes, 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 ran the, ran in the Everest and won the Everest in 2019, it, it ran second in the Golden Rose with a 68 rating, so he's not that far off. Um, you probably, I don't know, looking at the field this year, maybe it's a little bit stronger than that 2019 Golden Rose. But with Nature Strip and, and those sort of horses, but um, he can probably be pretty competitive. There, we've been waiting for something to jump out of the ground um, away from those top couple of, of boom sprinters. So you'd definitely be having a throw at the stumps with him for sure if you owned him. Uh, in secret was very good. I don't know what they do with her. If she do they try and get her into the Everest? I'm not sure. She might be better back to 1,200 meters. And Fireburn, I thought was a cracking run coming from last. Just had to get too far back from that from that gate. Um, if she can repeat that performance with a bit of rain around this weekend, I think she'll win the flight stakes for sure. Okay, so that's a bit of a look at what happened last weekend. But yeah, yeah Jackano, that's interesting comparison you talk about there with yes, yes, yes. And often this is what we talk about through dynamic form and the ratings. They can tell you a story because you can see the numbers they're running on the day and then you can marry that up with past history and, and there's some pretty good form when you start talking about the likes of Yes, 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 which we mentioned before, or just other runners. When, when you know comparative data of what they're running, it, it, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good formula. Yeah, yeah, it's a great tool because they're all sort of on the same level. They're all weight for age scale. So even a, you know, a maiden winner at Toowoomba, is obviously it's going to rate a lot lower than a Golden Rose winner, but they're all on the same scale, so you can get that comparison. So going back in the years, yeah, it's a great tool to go back and see, oh, yeah, yes, 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 ran a 68 when second in the Golden Rose. You know, what sort of level does Jack and I have to be at to be competitive in um, in the Everest? So, no, it's, um, yeah, for, <laughs> for those of us that have got a bit of a passion for it, you can pull it and pick it apart as much as you want, and it um, keeps things interesting for sure. Okay, well, that's a look at our review. Let's preview racing this weekend. Let's, let's focus on the three big group ones across uh, Flemington and Sydney as well. We'll start at Flemington. It's the Tab Turnbull Stakes over 2,000 metres. Group one, as I've mentioned, set weights. Uh, one of the great races on our calendar that's been won by some absolute champions. What have you found or how have you dissected this year's edition of the Turnbull? Yeah, well, the ratings have sort of landed a little bit with the obvious here in Gold Trip, um, narrowly ahead of Jouet. Um, Gold Trip came out here last spring with huge wraps. It was right up there in Cox Plate betting um, last year, but then it failed one of the new uh, Victoria Stewards scans that all the overseas horses are having to have. So it, um, I don't think it failed it you know, by much, but it, it was enough to rule it out. So it uh, went to the paddock, came back, and... First up in the winter stakes at Rose Hill that ran an absolute beauty from the back with a huge weight. Um, and then a couple of people last start thought it might was a bit disappointing in the naturalism, but it was off a seven-week break on a heavy track with 60 kilos. I thought it ran a really good race to run third. But now, obviously, it's fitter now and gets a bit firmer ground, and the big thing is drops down to 54.5 kilos this week. So with Jamie Carr on, uh, who had just a 
unbelievable weekend last week, and I think she wrote 11 winners over Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> um, she's just, yeah, phenomenal. Um, yeah, with her engaged, it, it looks a pretty good bet, uh, bet to me at, at around that $4 mark. The gold trip is the one that we want to be on in the Turnbull. It is race seven. It is horse number 12. Let's skip states to go across to Sydney, Royal Randwick. Big meeting this one, one of the great traditional meetings that we have in Sydney with the Tab, Epsom and also the Metro. Very keen to hear your thoughts, particularly on the Epsom over the mile at Group 1. Like all handicaps, there's always a horse that probably makes the profile or fits the profile of best weighted or ratings-wise, particularly coming out of weight for age form. Is that the case again this year? Yeah, yeah. So the ratings just absolutely love these sort of big handicap races because you get horses who have had the lead-ups in, in weight for age races running really good figures in, in weight for age races and then they drop significantly in weight and obviously those ratings just just spike. So um, that's what they've landed here with two sort of obvious ones again. Um, they've landed with Hinge, Hinged on top. Um she ran a 61st up in the Wink Stakes um, and then a 63 last start in the George Main. So they're obviously top top figures in, in in weight for age races. She's now back to a handicap with only 51.5 kilos, um, loves the sting out of the ground, and which we were talking about earlier. We haven't actually had the rain yet, but if I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the window now and it looks pretty um, pretty miserable. So... I think we are going to get that rain and we'll probably be on a heavy 9 or heavy 10. If we get those conditions, that's just going to bring her into play even more. So she can just sort of slide forward, make her own luck on the speed. Um, with only 51.5 kilos, she looks very, very hard to beat. We were just speaking earlier about um, offline about Cop Ranked, the toppy. He has a good profile as well, but on the weight, he's a rating 110 on the handicap ratings and Hinged is a rating 107, so she should really only be getting a kilo and a half from him, but she's getting five, I think. So, I mean, that's how these ratings, that's what spiked the rating um, in her favour. She's run similar figures to him um, at level weight, and then obviously with the weight turnaround, they've they've gone her way. Uh, the other one that they don't mind is Ice Bath. Um, same sort of reason. She's been running really well with, with a lot... Um, bigger weights on her back and then comes back, nice little drop in weight, um, has the good former and animo. So I'd be leaning towards hinged for sure as the bet, but if you wanted to be uh, really safe, you could probably play Ice Bath as well as a staver at, I think, $4. Uh, hinged $5 and Ice Bath $4. So they're the two to play, I think, in the Epsom. All right, that's a look at the Epsom. And what about the Metrop, the Metropolitan, 2,400 metres at Group 1 level? It's... Also a handicap, so again we see a number of horses in here that uh, that get in very light stock when the top weight will carry 56.5, so it profiles very similar to the Epsom with the top weight only with the 56.5 and, a half and the, uh, the bottom weight's down there on the 51. And of course this race has changed shape dramatically as well with Benno, which would have been uh, many punters elect. It was the second favourite in pre-post betting. It's not going around in the Metrop, so that's changed the race and the complexion of the race as well. Yeah, yeah, our old mate Benno, that um, was a bit disappointing. I think they just gave him the wrong um, the wrong supplement or something on, on Thursday morning, so that was a bit of a, a stuff-up. You wouldn't be happy, but anyway, 
Um, he's not here. So the ratings in this race, the Epsom, uh, the Metrop have landed on no compromise at a bit of value here. Um, he, much like Hingedon Ice Bath, he's been running well with the, with bigger weights of late. Um, any rain, obviously, he's going to love. And he should, from a good gate, he should be able to settle, hopefully, three pairs back, one off the fence, something like that. I think he's going to give you a fantastic run for your money um, at $13. Arapaho's also a bit of value in Arapaho's second line uh, of the ratings. He's been up for ages, though, so um, it'll be a great training performance to keep him going. But he he's another one that thrives on wet tracks, and he's sort of versatile. He can make his own luck um, up on the speed there. So I know Rachel King sometimes does like to ride them quite aggressively. So... He could get a side on a heavy track as well if you um again wanted to play two in the race, but I think the main the main one would be no compromise coming out of those um those good races with uh bigger weights and now drops down to fifty three and a half kilos. So here's the play there in the Metro. Right, so a bit of value in the Metrop, no compromise. Well that's a look at the group one racing across this weekend. So from the ratings point of view, what's the best bet this weekend? I think you'd have to say Hinge, just going yep. back to the, um, the... She just gets in so light uh, with that 51.5 uh, McAvoy on. It looks like the weather's going to be in her favour. Um, yeah, I I think she's got all the kicks in the right boxes hinged. From a ratings point of view, is she one that, for example, I don't know how to best word this, that pretty much has the flashing light on it or the highlighter, like the, just that really stands out? Is this one that, like, ratings... A lot of things point towards it being the one to beat. Yeah, it does. She she would if Ice Bath wasn't in the race. They've they've got similar sort of profiles. Yeah, um, okay. But it's just Ice Bath's got those couple kilos more um, than hinged in in this race. But to be honest, there's not on their previous runs. There's not a whole lot between them. Maybe even Ice Bath narrowly has the advantage. But then with that weight turnaround, um, that's why they've landed with Hinge. And also, I think. I know Ice Bath, very good mare, um, but she has only won one race in the last two years, I think, so she does get a little bit frustrating there. It'd be great to see her win one. I don't think she's won a stakes race yet, which is quite unbelievable, considering she's won, what, $4.5 million in prize money, but um, she still doesn't have that black-type <laughs> win for the breeding buff, so she, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her win, but my money will be on hinge there. And even... Jay McDonald on at 54 and a half is still a... I don't know which one to read into that. I know he rode yeah. in secret at that weight, but that was probably would have been considered worth it as well. But I don't think he'd be getting to the 54 and a half just to go around. No, no. I mean, I, yeah. I um, He hasn't been on it for a couple of starts either. I can't remember the last time. Mm. Uh, when was it? Back in earlier this year in Feb. So... Yeah, it's. It, I mean, she's been the one for this race that they've been talking about for the last couple of weeks or months. So um, obviously it was a plan to get J-Mac booked and have, you know, this is a big target for the spring. But yeah, I don't, to be to be honest, him just sort of come out of the, come from left field a little bit for me. I, you know, she's always been a good filly, but um, the two runs this time in behind Animo have just stamped herself as a, you know, a proper, a proper racehorse. So yeah, we keep going back to it, but at the weight, um, she should, you know, if all things being equal, he should be winning, but as we know, racing is not an exact science. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, they don't run races on paper. That's the problem. No, so. no. <laughs> but we'll wait and see what unfolds. But look, uh, on paper, there's there's quite a bit to like about Hinged if that's the horse that you want to be on, and that's backed up then again by by the ratings through Dynamic Form. The footy's on this weekend. I know you're probably talking through your pocket slightly, but you got a tip there. Yeah, well, I've got to thank you as well. Last week, you referred to me as an NRL expert, which um, had a couple of my mates talking. Right. Saying you're hardly even a racing expert, let alone an NRL expert. But anyway, that was good. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, the, the the wallet says Parramatta, but the head um, says Penrith, I think. They're, um, they're just a machine. So be interesting, though, if it's, if it's wet, I think yeah, it, it might... Parramatta might be able to get down and dirty with them and really um, give it to them through the middle with those big big front rollers they've got. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully it's a bit closer than the uh, AFL grand final last year, which I Oof. switched off halfway yeah. through the quarter. Yeah, that was a bit of a non-event. Well, not a bit. That was a complete non-event in the end. It was one-way traffic. I don't know. It could be wrong, but I don't think that'll happen this weekend in the in the NRL. But, uh, but yeah, stranger things have happened. But, yeah, very much looking forward to it. The racing Saturday, the footy on Sunday. As I said, it's just one of those great weekends. Long weekend as well, so have to worry about yeah. working on the Monday, so it's all good. So plenty to like about this weekend. That's the best bet. Enjoy this weekend. Yeah, that's right. And if you haven't found a winner on um, on Saturday at Flemington or Ramwick or even in the footy, Warwick Farm on Monday, I'm sure there'll be something there for you. To, uh, <laughs> yeah. Might be yeah. in the back a winner of a maiden there or something. Yeah, exactly. They go around again on Monday. And now, as we said always, Dynamic Form presenting our ratings review and preview. It is Australia's most in-depth form guide powered by Dynamic Odds. So, Jack, if people want to jump on board, find out what it's all about, what's the easiest and best way to go about it? Yeah, head to www.dynamicform.com.au. There's a landing page there with information and and um, a video and everything to dissect. And what we might do over the next couple of weeks leading into the um, the big, big spring races, James, is um, hand out a few free trials to Racing Nation listeners. So That's fantastic. We'll, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes over the next couple of weeks and um, give more information on that, so that should be good. Yep, looking forward to that. Dynamicform.com.au is the place to go log on today. Jack, as always, thanks for joining us, and hopefully we've helped the punters find a few winners. No worries, James. Enjoy the weekend. Dynamic Form, Australia's most in-depth form guide powered by Dynamic Odds. Every runner, every meeting across Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Singapore and other international jurisdictions. Personalise the form to suit you. Predictive rating for every runner. A comprehensive horse search database, speed maps, black books so you never miss a future winner. Dynamic Form and Dynamic Odds, the best combination in racing. Log on to www.dynamicform.com.au for a free meeting today. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea.